Hello, everybody, and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Hey Corner Crew podcast. I am your host, JJ Lang, and with me, as always, is my awesome co-host. You know him, you love him, Nate, the little goon foss. What up? We have hockey to talk about this week. Like, actual games, not a scrimmage, actual games. This is great. Hype, 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 hype. Um, Yeah. Anything you want to say before we get going? Before we start, just kind of... I, I want to just start going into this. I don't want to beat around the bush at all. Summer just kind of said, yeah, I'm out of here the minute hockey started. Yep. And now it is It has fall. been cold. <laughs> I'm fine with the cold. I, I prefer the cold, personally. I'm, I'm all for it. It's hockey weather. Sweater weather. Oh, so. yeah. We're um, here. So what we're going to do first is we're going to start with talking about the two games the women had at UConn this weekend. We're then going to do their uh, next weekend preview, and then we're going to talk about the men. So... We'll kind of just rope that into a whole one episode. I feel like there was, no, there was no need to really break that up at all. So let's get going. So the women had two games at UConn this weekend. They unfortunately did drop both of them. Uh, they did lose the first game 3 nothing. They did also lose the second game, but it was 3-2, so it was a lot closer of a game. Uh, that game was actually very competitive. Um, so what are our thoughts right off the bat there? I don't, I'm pretty sure you have the stats with you, don't you? I got a notebook. Okay, perfect. Um. So I guess we'll start with Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, Friday, they like you said, they lost three nothing. They not for a lack of chances. Um, they had, I mean, they put thirty shots. They they were taking shots on goal, which is good to see. They had, and it was it was so refreshing to finally like I I texted a couple people this. I was like, it's so nice to not be playing in your own zone the whole game. Like yes. we had offensive zones. I mean, we put 30 shots and I will say the power play looks good. Mm-hmm. I Even though they that. didn't score, they had zone time. They got the puck. They were moving the puck pretty well. Um, and again, it's not like they didn't have their chances. Oh yeah. hundred um, percent. Friday, they were just playing a goaltender, which if I had known this in the preview, I would have mentioned it. Uh, Tia Chan, the UConn goaltender on Friday, played for the uh, Team China in the Olympics. I know that. Yeah. If Holy you, crap. You, so she had a 30 save shot out. Um, that's why she didn't play for UConn last year. She was playing in the Olympics. That's insanity. Um, Cameron Wong for them also. Wow. Played for Team China. She scored the first goal of the game. That's nuts. I didn't know that. Um, Amy Dobson. Welcome to RIT. She had eight yeah. shots, eight shots on Friday. And I think she hit a post. Out. She hit a post in there too. She was all over the ice, and they, the commentator who was not very good all weekend, mentioned <laughs> her name a was, lot. That guy was not. I can't, can't cannot wait to have RIT broadcasters call games again. God. Um, uh, yeah, because we had Mia Silamos. Mm-hmm. We had. A bunch of other names. Totally butchered. It's like, don't don't these guys get told beforehand how to pronounce people's names? They should. It's like... It just... It was rough. I guess it's the first first weekend for everybody. Um, I had another note I had. RIT won 29 face-offs versus 22 they lost. So... It, I don't think faceoffs was ever an issue last year. Just it kind of stuck out that Lindsey Maloney was Lindsey Maloney was fifty four percent. Yeah, they're just picking up. And even off. better, Lexi Sung, the freshman, was 
nine for thirteen at sixty nine percent. Yeah, that's good. That's insane. That it was kind of nice to see. I always love seeing freshmen start come in and immediately start making an impact. Yeah. Um, and then Saturday, that was a good you know, game. Another another loss, but it was I unfortunately missed most of it live, but I rewatched it. I did too. It was um. Other than the Lindenwood, the two Lindenwood games last year, that was probably the best game I've seen the women's team play in a couple of years. Oh, yeah. I would they say were so. all over UConn for a good majority of that game. Just and, again. and that goes back to my prediction was I figured they would drop the first game and then UConn would think mm. we're going to just roll them game two. And they came out like, no, we're not going to roll over and play dead. We're going to give you a game. And we're going to make you earn this win. Changing my thoughts during the third period after Vez Danny scored, I was like, "Oh, great! We're gonna score again." JJ's gonna be two and zero on his predictions. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I didn't get the scores right, but I came close. Anyway, anyway, um, RIT outshot UConn thirty-nine to twenty-nine. Yeah, in game two, that was. Like I said, I, I think RIT probably deserved to win that game. I think so too. UConn, they took four penalties, and I believe two of them were in the third period. Just very un and it just undisciplined penalties. Yeah, they, I mean, they were in the box all weekend. It seemed like. And can I? Can I also- credit 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 to the UConn goaltenders for and their penalty kill for keeping RIT off the board for most of it because. Oh yeah. Can I also say we we had one of our guys. Uh, Noah was there for both games this weekend, and he uh, he texted me I think midway through game two on Saturday, and he just said, "Sarah Co. SMH, she's nuts." <laughs> <laughs> she was phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, again, we, I think we said it last week in the preview that th- this series was going to come down to special teams and goaltending, yep. and it, that's how that's what it came down to. I mean, you, I mean, you, you had a you yeah. had a thirty save shutout from Tia Chan Friday. Megan Warner had thirty seven saves mm-hmm. Saturday. I mean, what what can you do? They they, but to our credit, they played really well offensively that second game. Yes, like, you can't take that. Like they um, went crazy that second game, which I was like, wow, okay, here we go. It was kind of like, who are, who is this team? I mean, because. Like, because what am new I? Te- new year, new team. But yes. oh my gosh, like like really no. looked like a brand new team. And they had life. Like they like they felt like energized. If that makes sense. There was energy. Yes. Yes. I loved it, seeing that. Could... Now that they didn't have it last year, but this this felt just like it felt like they it took last year's and they just year. boosted it. Yeah. It, it was felt different energy. That. Um. I will say, I think my one fear going into this year was you lose Abby and Jordan, and that's tough on scoring but like Amy Dobson went like you said it went crazy the first game she, she had one go off the post she scored in the second game so did Athena Athena Vazdani scored in the second game mm-hmm. um, those were our two goals and it's like alright I kind of figured Emma Rowan would get in there a little bit but she she unfortunately did not have any goals but at the oh, same time she, she, had, she came close I didn't even I didn't even mention it the penalty shot on Friday oh my god oh, it was a beautiful move but it was an even better poke check that was so close. Oh, so close. That one that one hurt a little bit. Cause that one literally that point, would have become one of the, probably the best shots we've seen in a long time had that one gone At in. that point, it was it was a penalty shot in the second period. It was still 2-0. Um, 
that probably changed the momentum of the game. Yeah. I think I think we had a little bit of momentum going there, but after that, just the air kind of got deflated out. And credit to RAT, they didn't, mm-hmm. like you said, all weekend they didn't roll over and just buckle down and get through the game and move on to next weekend. They were battling. Oh, no, you fought. And the UConn play-by-play guy was giving us a lot of credit. He was. He was. It was like. And that's a really good UConn team that they have. Yeah. Aren't they ranked? They, they said they were ranked. I, Is it they said I was, they're ranked and they're not I was really looking ranked. at the <laughs> USCHO poll today, and they they received votes, but they weren't in the top 15. But Okay. that's They're probably close to it, though. They were the first team out. They were 16. So. Um, Pretty good. Outshot UConn 69 to 64 on the weekend. Yeah. Like, that's. We put up almost 70 shots in two games. And that's great. Did we even touch 70 in a month last year? No. I don't think we did. They didn't spend three quarters been, of the game on our own zone. I love that. People, I've been telling people all summer, it's going to be a different team. Come to women's mm-hmm. games. They're going to be better. Oh, yes. And I was just... This I'm, was against This was against a NCAA tournament contender. Yeah. And I'll tell you yeah. what, with that goal, I think that they were picked to finish sixth in Hockey East. What an, what a, they're sleeping on UConn in Hockey East. I, the way, the way their goaltender and the way they look. They've been Olympic goaltender. How are you at six? Like, I'd be, you'd be top three in my book, but. Crazy. Still. Um, Crazy. Should we move on to next weekend, or is there anything else you want to talk about for um, weekend review? I didn't really have much else. I mean,. I think the team again. It's just getting, it's finishing the plays. Like yeah, you're especially on on special teams. You're setting up the power play. They're moving the puck really like just gotta get the puck on net. They were and I mean UConn blocked a bunch of shots this weekend too. So again, credit to them on yes. the PK and their goaltenders. But and well, I know I've said that a few times, but they played really really well against RIT and I, this team has grit. Mm-hmm. They're a little gritty, and I like it. Yeah, I was gonna say Gr- gritty. Gritty hockey teams are fun to watch. I'm gonna because they just never go away. No, no, they don't. Like I said, and, and, this team and is and not going to over and die. You can't let this team hang around. Nope, they'll just haunt you to do that. Because and it was unfortunate the way they lost Saturday. You kind of got the power play goal late in the third mm-hmm. to go ahead, but you know, for a while there, I was like, all right, maybe we got a chance here. And I don't know. You never know with this team. This, this just, team they're not going to go away very easily, which is really, really like exciting. And it's a nice change of pace. I'll say you and I both knew that this team was going to be good defensively going in because of how well they played during that scrimmage. I feel very, very confident about this team. Mo- I didn't expect the offense. That, that's what I was going to say. The offense, very much impressed. It was nice to see them not spend three quarters of the game playing defense and getting gassed. They were on offense. They were moving the puck around a lot. They were taking a lot of shots. And it's like, okay, this team like this team feels complete now. Like, this isn't just a we have to hang in the back and just hide. This is good. This is a team that can be aggressive and can take sh- and can push the puck down, down the rink if they have to. And that thought process kind of crept into my mind because I mean they only lost one nothing to Penn State, 
Yeah. Literally five days later, Penn State beat the number three team in the country. Ex- yeah, that's what I was I was gonna. I don't want to bring that up, but like, like, yeah, that's the thing that happened. Like, we played Penn State pretty well, and Penn State beat a team that should win a national championship this year. Yeah. Now they got smoked the next night, but we won't talk about that. <laughs> we yeah, won't mention that part. Roy that I had yikes. <laughs> um, a nine-one win for the Badgers down in State College on Friday. Yeah, that's going to be something else. <laughs> um, so what's going on? I, I think it just goes to show that CHA could actually be a lot tighter than we thought. Oh yeah, coming in. I think so. And, so. Uh, uh, going yeah. on to next weekend. So we have two more games coming up. There's two, right? I'm not reading it a bit. For us. For, yes. yes. And that is going to shaping up to be an exciting weekend. Let's talk about that a little bit. Um, yeah, RAT goes up to Burlington to take on the number 13 ranked Vermont Catamounts. Don't ask me what a Catamount is. I have no idea. It's probably a tree or something. Like Stanford. <laughs> it's a wildcat. Um, <laughs> some sort of cat. I don't know. I'm gonna go with tree. Don't um, see otherwise. Uh, Vermont this past weekend, they actually played an old friend of ours, Taylor Sims. Oh my God! And you're right. The University of Ottawa. She had three blocks. Tell me something I Back don't. Back where she left off. <laughs> Pick it up right where she left off there. Uh, but they absolutely destroyed them six nothing. Um. Outshot Ottawa thirty-three to twelve in an exhibition game. So, that's a yikes. <laughs> how telling is that? Really, I think it just says, "Hey, Vermont is going to be good." I, they've been good. They've been building for a few years now. Mm-hmm. Um, they went last year. They went twenty-two eleven and three. Um, lost. They actually got upset by UConn in the semifinals. So we're. Facing two teams that were in the final four of Hockey East last year, two weekends in a row. Credit to Celeste for having the guts to schedule that. Oh, yeah. First two weekends of the year. Um, Their top scorer coming back this year, pardon me if I butcher her name, Teresa Shafzal. There's a lot of Zs and Hs. (laughs) Um, she had 25 goals, 21 assists for 46 points last year. That's a lot. Um, that's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. That's in college. Like... In college hockey, you only play 30 something games. So she's getting like what? A so she point averaged and a half over for... a point a game. Yeah, that's insanity. It's wild, especially in the women's game, where in some instances the scoring isn't as high. Yeah, that's kind of terrifying. I'm not gonna lie. Um. I don't know about other leagues, just in our league. But, um, yeah, it's kind of crazy. And their starting goaltender, Jesse McPherson, who played 40 minutes of yeah. shutout hockey yep. on Saturday. She, had, she, she Last year, she had a 9-1-9 save percentage and a 1.97 goals against, so that's pretty good. Um, yeah, I'm kind of terrified for this team. I'm not they're a lie. good hockey team. Good. They're really good. <laughs> you want to just play good? This is a great team. I don't, I don't even say good. This is just like a killer team. I don't want to play that. <laughs> I think they get into the tournament if they don't lose. If they're in the championship game against Northeastern, I think they get into the tournament. Oh, for sure. So actually, sure. 
I didn't even look if they made the tournament last year. I don't think they did, but... Vermont didn't? I don't, I don't think so. Let's look at that real fast, then. Um, okay. So, our keys for this weekend, I think, are... They did not. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So, keys for the weekend for our for our women's hockey team. Um, <laughs> defense, defense, Sarah, defense, Sarah, defense, Sarah defense. Sarah Coe needs to be... Sarah Coe. Sarah Coe needs to be handed the water bottle of Michael Jordan's secret stuff and just turn her into an absolute god the whole weekend if we have a chance of winning. I would love to see Emma in this weekend, though. Like, I, 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 would I honestly thought we were going to see Emma on Saturday. That's what I gone, thought. I was kind of surprised when Sarah played. I was kind of surprised when I saw that she was starting. Because um, I watched I watched the Saturday mm-hmm. game Saturday night after mm-hmm. I got out of work, and I just remember seeing Noah's text in with the Sarah Coe, mm-hmm. SMH. She's, like, she's nuts. And I thought... Emma's not playing. Like I kind of thought she'd play the second game because I, I didn't see the starting. I didn't see the starters before. I, I didn't look at the line before the game started. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't be surprised mm-hmm. if we see Emma at all this weekend. But I also could see Celeste going like, "No, we're gonna let Sarah play both games." I bet if we don't, if Sarah plays both games this weekend, we she only plays one at home the following weekend. But I can um, see that. Or Sophia. I mean, our new freshman. I mean, she. Yeah. I haven't seen any college action yet. What better time to I, I kinda look at it from a Tommy Scarfoni standpoint last year, like Coach Wilson threw him in against Notre Dame in his first start on the road. Yeah. And he, on the road at Notre Dame against a very good hockey team. And he got whacked. <laughs> Sadly. And I think it fueled him the rest of the year. And hey, maybe that's not a bad thing. No. It's not a bad It's thing. not necessarily give him bad some thing. give give him some motivation. I think, some adversity early on. I would hope we'd see at least two goalies this weekend. I would like I to see Emma get some action. This, I don't think we do, though. I oh, think for, Celeste puts. I think Celeste puts Sarah Cohen. You, you, I mean, Sarah is the easy go. Like you have to give her credit yeah. every time. But I'm also yeah, sitting I here going. I mean, if we get out of the first period and it's like, if they've scored three or four, I think you just kind of let Sarah sit and let Emma yeah, or Sophia like, you, go in. You, don't want to tire her out no. early in the year. No. And these games um, are non-conference, so it's not like... I don't I right. say, To me, every game matters. I know, like, I've just grown up playing sports where every game matters. I know with hockey, right. with conferences and whatnot, these games don't. But, but to we're me, it's in, like, we're, no, you want to win everything. That's we're in a situation where we have to win the conference to get into the tournament. Yeah. So, in the long run, it doesn't... Us beating Vermont doesn't help our pairwise, mm-hmm. but it hurts theirs. Yes. So in the end, does it really? I mean, yes, yes, it matters. Spoil, right. If we can spoil their rankings, I would love that. Personally yeah. speaking, so we'll um, see. So should we do our predictions? Uh, or do you want to talk yeah. more about things. So we can go. A couple games to note in in the conference this weekend. Oh yeah, I was talking um, about that. Good point. Now I know we just watched Penn State beat Wisconsin last Thursday, but this is a totally different team in Lindenwood, and they're going to Madison to play the Badgers. And yeah, they are. I yeah. think Lind- Lindenwood's <laughs> probably gonna get swept there. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I feel bad for them. I don't. Um. <laughs> 
I also think it's Wisconsin's homecoming weekend too. So, oh, Laban Arena is going to be packed. Yeah, good luck to them trying up in to do Madison. There, um, Syracuse takes on Merrimack. Ooh, that'll be in, a good game. Over in North Andover, Massachusetts, mm-hmm. there. Uh, It'll be a good series Friday, Saturday. Um, Penn State goes to Minnesota Duluth. Yep. That'll, That'll be, be interesting. Oh wait, no. It's not in it's not in Duluth. It's in uh St. Lawrence. It's a tournament. Ooh, interesting. So then they play St. Lawrence on Saturday. It's up in Canton. Okay. I gotcha. All right, all right. Glad, glad I noticed that because I'm looking at the schedule. And it's like they play St. Lawrence the next day. Have any, of, have any of the CAJ teams played conference games yet? No. I was going to say they've all played out of conference games. I, th- I think the first non conference game, I think the first conference game is until like what, midway through October? Um, The first conference game in the CHA is, as I scroll all the way to the bottom of the page, <laughs> is actually us. That Thursday game at Syracuse, we open up That's conference play. Wild. That's yeah. wild to me. It's kind of nice. Jeez. All right, so we got that. So let's do our predictions for this weekend. Um, I'm going to say split again. I think we'll drop the first. I think we'll win the second. Honest to God. Because I think they're. Um, I, I think they're going. I think the same general. I think they're going to come out very strong. Vermont will. And then I think game two, we're going to come out and give them a fight that they were not expecting. I really do think that's going to happen. I do think the second game is going to be close, though. All right, I'll read Dan Scully's first here since he couldn't join us today. Yes, um, rest in peace, Dan Scully. He cannot be here. He's Dan, not dead. He's dead. He's not here. He's dead. Dan Scully, he's not dead. Dan Scully will get revived every time he has to come on the podcast. <laughs> We just dragged Dan, Dan because his... I know you're listening. I did not tell him to say that. Um, <laughs> I texted Dan. I said, "Hey, no, you can't make it. Uh, but what's your prediction so I can read it off?" He goes, "I hate to say it, but I see us being swept again." No, um, I think we'll take one. He he did say if if the series was in a couple weeks when they had a little more game time to further strengthen the chemistry, um, he could see a chance for a split but not against a top 15 team that should be competing for a tournament spot at the end of the year. I'm the um, optimist. I'm the eternal optimist. I think we can win every game. So that's why I'm saying split. I think we'll drop as Friday much of an Saturday. optimist as I am. I kind of have to agree with him. I think Vermont's going to be, I don't think we can outscore Vermont. That's okay. I'm going to go with a catamount sweep here. Um, as much as I hate to say it, I, like I, I've said it before, prove me wrong. But yeah, it's. Uh, I'm gonna say split. I don't care. I'm, I'm gonna be the oddball and do split. It'll be. It'll so be. Who, I, I think they play well. Oh, I'm yes. not saying like. No, they're they're not gonna get. They're, they're not gonna get annihilated. But I think I it, just it'll don't be, think it'll be, those are tough games to win. Um, but I'm also not gonna say these are garbage time games at all. That's not even close to what these are. Players that like, I want to keep an eye on this weekend is Emma Rowland. She had so many chances. Let's get her on the board. Um, Sarah, obviously. Mm-hmm. And can they can they shut down uh, Shafzal from UVM? Uh, she's so good. Yeah, it's true. 
Um, I was watching a little bit of their exhibition game, and she was flying all over the place. So, all right, we'll see. We'll uh, see. Good one. Um, I'm excited though. I think I, I think it's a good test, mm-hmm. especially before they come home for the home openers on October seventh. Oh, be there. The hype is um, real. Can't wait for that one. Uh, come early. If you can. Let's, I know it's a Friday at 2 o'clock. I mean, I'll be there. I'll be there. be there, though. I mean, I got out of class at 1250. The home I'll openers. Come on. Yeah. How many home openers do you get every year? You get one. So make sure everybody's there. All right. Well, anything else you want to talk it. about before we wrap up? Uh, I think on the women's side, I think we're good. Yeah, so we shift over to the men now? Yep. All right, so we have another game this weekend. October Big one. The, October the 1st, the men are at Union, and we are going. Yes! Um, I felt bad because I, I did want to go out to UConn, but... I did. It. I've always said, and like, I'll even be honest, I looked at how long it would take to get from Burlington to Schenectady versus the game, like the women's game time oh, on to, Saturday. to see them both? I did look because I have family in Vermont, but it's just not. It's too far. It, it would really be pushing it. it yeah, <laughs> we, we'd kind of get screwed. but It'd be pushing it, especially because so, all the union tickets are under my name. So Yeah, that's... Mm-hmm. Um, I looked, but <laughs> it would be... So it would be difficult. At the point of this recording, there are still six extra tickets left for Union. Um, I know you and I kind of talked about having a buffer between us and the people in front of us because, let's face it, those people are probably not going to have fun. With us I feel bad for those them. souls. Too bad for them. They asked for this. Um, at the same time, there are still six tickets left available. Um, they're all. We're going to just make it for G- us for our section. For our there section, are plenty of tickets available. Yes, elsewhere. But if you want to sit with the corner crew, like the main kind of group of everybody, like the main RIT group, we're going to have to rename ourselves the blue line crew for the week for the weekend because yeah because they put us corner seats yeah but. they wouldn't give well no not not couldn't they wouldn't give them to us shout out to the yeah. union ticket office for stonewalling us for almost a week and preventing us from buying any tickets because they knew we were coming um but there can't are, stop us there are still six tickets left they're eight dollars a piece we'll put the venmo in the description probably so that we can if anybody wants to claim those we can just just shoot one of us a dm and we'll do it that way um uh, through Discord or Instagram, we'll just do it that way. Um, mm. But we got some fun stuff for that, so keep an eye out on Instagram on October the first. If for whatever reason you cannot be there, but the Instagram story is going to be one of those ones where you look at it and it's like you know how they have the bar at the top. Yep, it's going to be a tiny, tiny, <laughs> tiny, tiny little. Ones. All the whiteboards, all the signs and whatnot that Aaron. The road made. trip. I'm going to take a picture of every sign on the way there. Eastbound and down, loaded it up and trucking. Um, oh, I, I like that. That's a good caption. Remember that. That that, that, that that's remember also, that for Saturday. That's also the lyrics for the song from Smoking the Bandit. Eastbound and down. I like it. Um, but uh, anyway, yes. So we have a game. Thank God we can finally watch both the teams. This is this is awesome. Um, so obviously we're at Union. We're in Schenectady. The game is at seven, right? Yes. Seven o'clock. Seven o'clock. Let's talk. Not 705. Not 705. Seven. seven on the dot. So let's talk. Union last year had a pretty good team. 
We'll say it. We'll put that. They were okay. They were iffy. I wouldn't say they were good. I wouldn't say they were bad either. Um, 14, 19, and 4. They finished 7th in ECAC, which had had some pretty good teams. I mean, middle of the pack, anybody can really win ECAC. Mm -hmm. Um, We've seen it in years past. But um, they did lose five of their top 10 scorers from last year. They did. Um, I will say this, and it's the one thing that's been eating at me all summer, is that we've never beaten Union in at the division. Sorry, we've never beaten them at the Division One level. We used to RAT Union used to be the game back in Division Three in mm-hmm. the eighties. Um, but what's we, changed? Uh, that? Last time we played them was back in October of 2017. Lost 6-1. to one. Yikes. That was at home. That was a rough one. Um, that was a tough one to watch. They, uh, Eric Brown, that, I think that was the year Brownie had like 100 goals, it seemed like. The year he was just scored, scoring every game. Scored the only goal, yeah. Where he got snubbed of a Hobie Baker nomination. But yeah, I'm garbage. I'm over that. Oh, Bicky. No, you're not. <laughs> no, I'm not. You're the, you um, never will be either. <laughs> so we're 0-3 at home versus them and 0-3-1 on the road. We're going to change that, though. Yes, sir. If any of the boys are listening, please change that. We're driving three and a half hours for you. We love you either way, but please win. Make yes. it worth it. <laughs> please let us boo their fans as they leave their own barn. Because Again. that is the most fun thing we get to do is boo oh, other so fans fun. at their house. It's just the best. Especially the ones that are chirping the whole game. It's, um, it's so much fun doing that. But Liam Robertson, he's their top returning scorer. Yep. He had 13 goals, 6 assists for 19 points last year. Pretty good. That was 5th on the team, so they lost their f- top 4 yep. scorers from last year. Um, That's a hit for them. It's a hit for them, but I mean, they have a lot of guys coming back. They didn't lose a lot of seniors last year. Um, and they their goaltender... Connor Murphy coming back. He, for as rough of a year I'd say that they had, I think he played really well. Um, mm-hmm. He had a, he started almost every game. Yeah, went fourteen, eighteen, and three. Um, had a nine one nine save percentage and a two point six six goals against. So, not bad. Um, I'm sure he got shelled a few games, so that kind of skews the stats a little bit. Um, last year, their power play was pretty good. They had twenty; they went twenty-one percent of the power play, but their penalty kill was a little rough. So I think if so it we, comes down to it, I think cap- special. We should be capitalizing on that. New year, new team, but if it is a similar situation, if it maybe it's a system thing, mm-hmm. and they have a new coach this year. Yeah, this could be. There was some drama. I don't know the whole story, so I won't men- I won't comment. Yeah, on we're not really going into that. They had some coaching drama last year, so their coach is gone. New coaching this year. Mm-hmm. So really, it is. It really is a big question mark. Union coming in. Um, they were picked to finish, I believe, seventh in ECAC yep. this year in their preseason poll. Um, but yet again, those really I, just kind of don't mean anything. I don't really look at those yeah. as anything. I do want to mention our preseason poll. They picked us fourth, and I have no idea how they picked Sacred Heart to finish. Yeah, that made me want to kill second, someone so, when I saw that. Um, 
I won't get into our preseason poll. I'm like they don't matter. But like who's but doing this? Like, are you kidding they, me? It's the coaches that vote on it. But I think the Atlanta hockey coaches might be sleeping a little bit too much. They picked Kanishis to finish fifth. Yeah, that kind of shocked me. I think that was Niagara's where they part. belong at the bottom. Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> They're gonna be so bad. This they year. also did pick Carter Wilkie to be co-player of the year, which is probably right. So honestly, I mean, here's what Carter Wilkie does: he wins Rookie of the Year last year. Now he's gonna win Player of the Year three years in a row, and then he's gonna go on to the NHL and win a Stanley Cup. So yeah, after after he wins a couple Atlanta hockey rings at RIT, absolutely. Um, maybe even a bigger one, but we won't talk. Speaking of Carter Wilkie, I think if we can, I'm going to talk a real quick prediction. I think he scores this weekend for sure. Oh, Carter, Carter is big at scoring big goals in away games, non-conference. He had the game winner against Notre Dame. I think he's going to have another Add one against game. Princeton, one against Princeton. I think he's going to have another one in this game. I just like this. This is just a game where I think he's going to come out and dominate personally speaking. God, I'm so excited. I know, um, right? This is going to be a long week. Waiting for it. Um, I Again, I think this is another one where goaltending comes. Goaltending could be the yep. difference. I'm assuming Tommy is starting. Yes. Um, I don't want to say that for sure. but If it's Colby, we're assume. still in good hands. Yes, if it is Colby, we're fine. But I'm going to assume it's Tommy starting. Um, little uh, Tommy. Well, Tommy. Um, so yeah, it should be should be a fun fun game. Um, away games are always fun. Yes, very excited. They're Especially a team like Union. They're 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 a good hockey team. They are a good team. ECAC is a very beatable. competitive, closely, but they're very beatable. I think we are the better team. Mm-hmm. Tough to tell coming in first game of the year for both teams. Um, it's always fun when the first day of games is October first and it's a weekend because oh. like that's like the first day you can start playing games. Oh yeah, and it's always fun to kick off the college hockey season. I know there's a bunch of games. There's a ton of games, but still, all around the country, um, a lot of Atlantic hockey games. A lot of, every Atlantic hockey team's in action. Yep, it'll be a. I'm it's gonna, gonna be a fun. It's gonna be a fun weekend. I'm gonna sure. say my keys for the weekend are goaltending needs to be huge. Whoever's in net got to be a brick wall. I think power play, if their penalty kill, get the power play clicking. If their get penalty kill struggles early. as much as it did last year, you got to capitalize on that. That's a, that's a if, if you can win the power plays, if they keep putting guys in, you should be fine. Um, well, and I think it's kind of fun because Coach Wilson was talking about it at media day last week. Um, you. Because we do play them at Blue Cross for homecoming. We do. And that's why we're not going super in-depth now is because we have a second game against right. them later. We have another game to preview for them, but we'll also have games under our belt. They'll have games yeah. under our belt. But it's like um, we don't usually play that team twice in a year. Nope. It's usually just the one game, so it's kind of fun to be able to kind of run it back against them. We later. have a game against them before we get to Blue Cross in three weeks. Yep. So it'll be that'll be interesting. It'll be fun. Like I said, I think it's going to be a fun game, fun weekend. I think um, it'll make that game, this game this weekend, will make the 15th more fun because both teams will have seen each other, so they'll be a little bit more prepared to face each other again. I think it'll mm-hmm. make for a closer and, way more, frankly for me, more fun game. More fun and more stressful. <laughs> hopefully two Ws. Yes. Uh, so 
predictions for this weekend. I'll let you go first. Uh, I gotta win. I I think I think we have the better goaltending. I think we have the better scoring, the better returners. Our defense is going to be phenomenal this year. Yep. I I think it could come down to I don't think Union can outscore RIT. Mm-hmm. Um, who knows? Again, it's it's a one game start of the year, but I think I gotta win for us, and it's gonna be made. It's gonna make the drive. The three and a half hour drive back to RIT, not I, a little more bearable. I also have a win, and I'm going to say score is four two. I'm going to jump out and say that Ooh, close game. Um, is that is that with an empty net at the end, or is it four two just four two straight up? Four two straight up. I'm going to say that. Um, I'll give a score prediction then too. <laughs> I know you were you were adamantly against score predictions, but I like doing them. I'm gonna go five one. Ooh, okay. I I'm think this game's over. Two. I think this game's over by the start of the second or the end of the second. Okay, I'll give you that. Um, I'll give you that. I- I'm excited for this man. I'm I'm pumped. I'm this is excited. this is the first like actual non scrimmage game we can watch in person. So mm-hmm. we're gonna go nuts. Um, quick look around Atlantic Hockey too before we go. Yes. Um, I like to keep close tabs on our our fellow conference friends. Yes, of course. Um, Saturday, like I said, is the first day. Everybody's in action. You love to see except, it. Except, um, well, maybe I'm wrong. Well, I think everybody is playing this weekend. No, I'm trying to figure out who's not. Oh, Army is playing this weekend. They play on Sunday. Okay, so everybody's playing this weekend. Yeah. Um. AIC heads up to Alaska. Oh, so that is a dream trip of mine. By That's the way. a hike for coach. Them. If coach, if you're listening, please, please schedule Alaska. Yes, I want to go. Throw I, I want an. I want an excuse to go to Alaska. I've always wanted one, and that would be my excuse to go. Nate would probably end up so, putting himself in a thing of luggage to ship himself there if he couldn't pay for a plane ticket. Uh, that's that's a little crazy. Um. <laughs> Yeah, but it's you, so it might happen. Down the throughway, the other way in Buffalo, we have an exhibition game, Battle of the Bridge, Niagara Canisius at Harbor Center Ooh. on Saturday. I might have that. If that one's on flow, I might have the one up in the car because I'm not driving. So You can watch it. I will might tune into that one a little bit. Um, Air Force, Colorado College, exhibition game out at Cadet Ice Arena. Can I just say a quick um, side tangent about Air Force? I hate their gray and orange uniforms. I think they're gross. They, they, the gray, orange, and green one. They just don't look right. That was some anniversary jersey. It's like first of all, steal I don't. Colors. I don't think they're bringing it back. But it's like first of all, don't steal our colors. Mm-hmm. Second of all, like the color combo is just, just just in my mind just doesn't work. But that's um, sorry. Air Force and CC. That's always a good game. Um, both in Colorado Springs, so. It's an exhibition game. It should be good. Bentley goes to Boston to play BU. Ooh. Um, well, I guess Bentley is in Boston, so they kind of just go down the road to play BU. Down the street, yeah. In a one-game series. Um, that'll be a good test for Bentley, too, because Bentley's like a big question mark in my mind. They were last year, too. They were kind of like they're, this weird in-between team that had they're always They're of- either, either really good or they're like mediocre. Like they're, I, I don't want to say they're ever bad. They're never awful. 
they're not like they're usually cross, average, but. but they have a year or two that's like they're like, oh my gosh, like yeah. let's go. Um, Sacred Heart plays UMass in an exhibition game. That'll be interesting on Saturday. They have another game on Sunday. I'll get to Sunday in a minute here, but um, there's us the big game of the weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mercyhurst plays Ohio State in a home. They're and going home. to get destroyed in that game. Or no, they're both in Erie. Uh, they're still going to get destroyed. Be, I think Ohio. I don't, I don't know. Them. I don't know. I, would I like that? Yes, but I, I don't know. <laughs> would I like that? Yes. Here, here's the thing with non-conference, though, is you always want to cheer for the Atlantic hockey team because it helps us in the end helps with the pairwise ranking. As a conference, it helps. And mm-hmm. whenever I'm always excited, even Canisius and Niagara, I'm always excited to see an Atlantic hockey team go on the road into a non-conference barn and get a win. Um, because it helps the conference. It helps it our help, pairwise. It helps us look better. Um, and then I couldn't believe it when I saw this. Uh, Boston College is going to Holy Cross, not downtown Worcester, but at their like 1,500-seat metal bleacher arena. That's kind of insane. I was shocked when I saw that. I was like, really? BC's going to go there? Um, it's an exhibition game, 7.30 on flow. That'll be... Even though it doesn't count, that'd be a fun one for Holy Cross to go in and get a win. It'd be interesting um, to see that happen. And then a couple games on Sunday, AIC and Alaska finish up their series. Yep. Mercyhurst, Ohio State finish up their series. Sacred Heart goes home to play Western, a Canadian school, in an exhibition game. That's interesting. So they've got yeah, a home-and-home exhibition series where they go to UMass and they go home. That's, That's really little, weird. It's weird. Never seen that before. But then Union, after losing to us on Saturday, goes down to West Point to take to play Army in a game in an actual game at four o'clock. That one might actually be worth tuning in. That one will be that that would be a fun game. That kind of gets you a look at Army, which is kind of nice because Army is another one of those teams where like they're either really good or they're middle of the pack. Shout out to Coach Riley. He's I love that guy. Love He's that a great guy. coach. He's part of hockey royalty, and he loves the quarter crew. Oh yes, he does. Said it right to our face in in Utica last he walked year. That up, was awesome. Uh, he he walked up and said, "We love you guys. Go beat those dudes." <laughs> uh, and I love, it. and you know, I think we've gotten a lot of compliments from oh, a yeah. lot of people in the hockey world. But I think the Kenesha's athletic director. <laughs> I love that quote. We're printing that out. Um, <laughs> let me go there. Um. Like, for those who don't know, Coach Riley's dad, Jack Riley, yep. won the Atlantic Hockey Trophies named after him. Mm-hmm. And two, he's probably one of the greatest hockey coaches of all time. Yes. Okay. He coached the 1960 U.S. Olympic team. He coached at, he's the all-time leader and wins at Army. Um, he coached at Army for forever. Yeah. He's that um, The Riley family has has had the head coaching job at army for almost a hundred years or not a hundred years, but like almost close, close to a hundred, close to a hundred years um, between coach Riley's brother and him. Mm-hmm. And then their dad, um, they're college hockey royalty. Yeah. They're and they're some of the most respected coaches in the country. And oh, yeah. the fact that he came up to us at Utica 
and complimented us. That was. I was surprised to see him. Honestly, I that was, was really cool. That was really cool. Because um, your dad looked at all of us and was like, "Coach Riley is here," and I was thinking to myself, "What? What is the army coach doing here? Like, w- mm-hmm. weren't some of their guys there too watching?" Probably. I mean, but it was like, they wow, weren't okay. there because they lost, but they they were there because they wanted to see Air Force lose. <laughs> They were there cheering for us. Um, they were they no literally they were there cheering for us. That game's on my bucket list. I want to go to an Army Air Force game. I want to just go to a game at West Point. At, That'd be fun. At both academies, it, West Point's it. a fun trip. I know we don't go there this year, but next year, next time we go there, I definitely would recommend. Yeah, I, it. I would like to go. That'd be fun. Should we wrap it up officially now? Yeah, I'd so, say. It's going to be a fun weekend. I think it is for sure, too. So that being said, thank you, everybody, for tuning in and watching and listening again. Uh, if you've not already, if you're watching us on YouTube, check out Spotify. If you're listening on Spotify, check out the YouTube. Um, if you are watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe and hit the bell notification so you know when the new videos are up. Um, leave comments. Tell us what you think. Leave us your predictions of what you think the weekend's going to be for the men's and women's teams in the comment section below. If you're on Spotify, make sure you have notification for that so that you get told when our new episodes are up. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, the Facebook. It's still kind of there. Um, not much on it, but it's still kind of there. Uh, also, be sure to take a look at Discord. There is an entry link in our link tree in Instagram. I think we also put it in the description here too, right? Yes, sir. Yep, so make sure you join Discord if you haven't already. That's where we do a lot of the planning for the different trips. Like we did a lot of the, hey, like claim your tickets through here for Union through that. Um, so if you want to come, you can either DM the Corner Crew Instagram or Twitter, or you can go into Discord and go into the mobile Corner Crew channel and basically say, hey, I want to come. Is there still tickets out? And we can see if there's any spots available. Um, but the ticket trip, that, that's going to be pretty They're much it. $8, $8 a ticket, yep, and eight, you have to find your way there. Yep, 8 bucks a ticket, you have to find your way there. There are people I know that are offering to drive. Um, so we will be able to, you will most likely be able to find a way there if you do not have a mode of transportation already to get you there. Um, but that being said, thank you everyone for tuning in this week. Uh, we will see everybody next week after the games for the next set of weekend reviews and previews. Everybody have a great rest of your day. Go Tigers. Roll tech.